0: fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever and with fishing booker you can experience it too no matter where you are discover your next adventure on fishing booker this podcast is brought to you by
1: waypoint tv the destination for outdoor entertainment midland radio usa your leader in overlanding and off-road communications join the brigade at TruckBrigade.com, the best of the best for off-road and overlanding gear Rigid Industries Off-Road Lighting, own the night with Rigid. Radar Tires, an active supporter of the Breast Cancer Research Foundation and manufactured carbon neutral since 2013. And Tough Stuff Overland, providing high quality rooftop tents, awnings, accessories, racks and more. Welcome to the Anderson Overland
0: Podcast.
1: Hey, welcome back to the Anderson Overland podcast. My name is Joey Anderson, your guide host for this beautiful day. I'm here with an awesome company. I have Olivia and Kaylee from Midland Radio USA, who we've been with for uh, the last couple of years now as an ambassador. And uh, they take such great care of us. And we've been trying to line this up with our schedules. And... and uh, Get a, a podcast recorded with them, and I'm super excited to have you guys here today. So, welcome to the podcast, and uh, yeah, it's gonna be awesome.
2: Thank you for having us. We're excited, excited to be with you.
1: Yeah, it's been uh, been <laughs> a while. I've been trying to line this up with our schedules, and um, I'm glad it was able to happen. So, um, we'll just get like right into it. So, uh, introduce yourselves. What's Midland Radio? I mean, obviously, radio is in the name of the company, and people know that. But what do you guys do? What what uh, you know, what kind of inspires you guys to to do what you do as far as the community and, and everything has got going on and, and where did Midland come from?
2: Yeah, I can start. Um, so my name is Kaylee. Um, I am the PR and content specialist for Midland. Been with Midland for about two and a half years now. Um, so really just like working on all of our written content. Um, video, all of that. Um, and then also handling PR, um, as well. So, um, yeah, Midland where you are just, you know, a communications company, be it, you know, you're out hiking with friends or you're off-roading, um, fishing, um, just helping people stay connected off grid and, and have a easy push to talk communication solution for everyone. Um, we also have, a whole business portion of um of what we do so keeping you know restaurants stores hotels connected as well and then we can't forget our weather radios as well so just trying to keep people safe and get them the latest information um so that they can keep their families and themselves safe whether they're at home evacuating for a hurricane or a wildfire um but or keep them safe in the outdoors
1: Very cool. And Olivia, we see you all the time at expos and events that we go to and introduce yourself and kind of what your part is in the company as well.
3: Yeah, um, I'm Olivia. I run all of our social media um, brand partnerships and our influencer program. Um, so I attend a lot of the events and then work with all of our partners always on social. So I'm always everywhere.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's cool. Like talking to people about Midland and stuff, they're always mentioning, you know, Kaylee or, or Olivia and like, they know your two names, you know, cause that's who people interact with a lot. And, um, it's cool. Mm-hmm. Like, Oh yeah, yeah. I know them. And, you know, we see them all the time at, at events and stuff. So super cool. So how did you guys. Kind of get exposed to and introduced into the overlanding side of things. I know you've you know you guys got a lot of history with you know Midland's been kind of in the communications industry for a long time with you know CB radio and business band stuff. um, You know with with, uh, different types of industries. Kind of where did you guys make the transition and how did you guys make the transition into the overlanding off road industry?
2: So that came before my time, but I think a really big turning point with Midland getting connected to that portion um, really came with the introduction of our micromobiles and GMRS two-way radio. I think those radios are just such game changers for off-roaders and overlanders because it's a powerful solution that you can put in your vehicle. Um, You you don't have to worry about losing a walkie-talkie or, you know, running out of range with um, a a smaller radio, Um, but then paired with a micromobile, you can kind of communicate in and out of the vehicle easily. You have that powerful communication um, and you can easily mount it in your vehicle. So I I really think that GMRS two-way radios, as as more off-roaders and overlanders learned about GMRS, they started to use that. And I think us getting into that really is when um, we started to see ourselves more in the off-road overlanding. Industry. Yeah.
1: yeah, that was a huge, huge game changer. Absolutely. I mean, for years, you know, just trying to install these radios, these big old bulky CB radios and big boxes mm-hmm. everywhere in your vehicle was a total pain in the ass. And now, you know, you just that micro mobile, the, the MXC275, that thing's so small, you just throw it in your center console and <laughs> plug it into your cigarette lighter and uh, you're up and running. And uh, I love that. I love being able to, you know, with the giveaways that we do and um, you know, taking care of people out on the trail and these events that we do, you know, being able to show people how easy it is to install these things and not have like, you know, a, a pain of a time trying to teach someone how to, you know, set yeah. things up or where to plug things in or how to wire things or, you know, how it all goes together. It's so simple. The bundles that you guys provide, uh, you know, us and, and, and our community. Um, I love that you guys have really, you know, paid attention to that aspect, the, the barrier to entry kind of thing, you know, for people, because yeah. uh, it's so important you get people that buy these radios or buy a piece of equipment for their off-roading vehicle or whatever, and they get it and they're like overwhelmed and they end up selling it and going with something else or they just don't do it at all. Um, and especially with the radio, you know, kind of aspect of things, I know that can kind of get a little confusing for people and, you know, what's the frequency and what's the tone code and what's, mm-hmm. you know, what's a repeater and how does that work? And um, for me, I'm a total propeller head. So it's, you know, it kind of comes with my nature, but, you know, being able to, Explain that to people uh, on that level, you know, where it's super easy to understand, which you guys have totally provided with your products and how you guys have, have things set up and the the usability and, you know, how things are, um, um, you know, how to scroll through the menus and, and all that stuff is just so straightforward. And I love that.
2: Yeah, I think that's always been a really big mission for Midland is obviously keeping people connected through communication, but we don't want that communication to be intimidating at all. You know, we just want someone who is just off-roading, you know, for the first time or, you know, maybe is slowly working up and building out, you know, their rig to not feel scared by the radio and, and just be able to simply figure out how to install it themselves and and turn it on and get get to communicating on the trails.
1: Yeah, it's been rad, um, you know, working with you guys last year or so on the development of the two repeaters that we've put in the Valley here, which have been super, um, you know, important for our community. I mean, we have people that, you know, we would have never met anywhere, anywhere else, you know, that we've met over the radio and stuff just out there tuning these things in and getting them dialed and, um, you know, tweaking them and stuff and the installation um part of things as far as, you know, do we need to put this antenna up higher? Or, you know, hey, how are you getting? Is anybody out there on that channel that can hear us? And, you know, just interacting with people, just monitoring, you know, the GMRS frequencies. And we've actually kind of built this little small community of people just with the repeaters that are now using the repeaters that aren't even off-road people that are like, oh, this is sweet. You guys got these set up in the Valley. And we're covering, you know, probably... Gosh, at least about a 30 to 40 mile distance from one end of the valley to the other, um, all the way from you know, Lake Mojave, which is north, just north of, of Laughlin, Nevada, all the way down to the Colorado River where it crosses over like Topock and Needles, California, um, down towards Havasu. Um, and, uh, I've talked to people that are on the 40 freeway down on the South end, all the way up to, you know, people that are in Laughlin at a, you know, in the parking lot of a casino, you know, and you're like, what the hell? It's so crazy. How,
2: how <laughs> how had, stretches, yeah. yeah.
1: How, how the distance that you can get with the repeater. And for those people who are listening that don't know what a repeater is, is it takes a signal. That you're transmitting and it repeats that signal to uh, greater distances. So it's basically like another radio that takes and transmits mm-hmm. um, that frequency or that that signal um, to you know better range, um, like over mountains and things like that. So, um, like for instance, in the valley that we're in, we have a repeater up on a mountain, and you can reach people on the other side of that mountain that you might not be able to reach line of sight. So. Um, you know, because you have obstacles and things like that in the way and, and uh, uh, obstructions that might impede on the signal. And so, having those in the valley and something that Midland provided for us has been just instrumental and in, in so much better communication and just kind of a backup when, you know, crap hits a fan, if you will, you know, and you don't have cell service or there's a natural disaster or, um, you know, your cell phone's not working and you have the ability to have that radio with you and especially off roading. We're out there you're not you know able to really easily get a cell sir you know cell service in all these areas where there's you know these trails are and um but man i'll tell you what there's been a lot of places where i don't have cell service up there that i've been able to hit the repeater and talk to people that are around the corner or over the hill or whatever and um you know there's something to be said about the the reliability and the safety you know aspect of that Mm -hmm. which is super cool for
2: sure for sure
1: yeah, so how did you guys this is probably a question for Olivia. Uh, how did you guys build such a great community with you know overlanding and off-roading? I know you, know, you guys have you know you have us and a, a plethora of other ambassadors that you guys have have built over the years. but how did you guys initially start building such a great community of people?
3: Yeah, so I've been with Midland for about four and a half years. So when I started, we had only just started kind of like in the offroading overlanding community. Um, And the person who's kind of helping with the social, he had started with about 50 influencers that we are currently working with. Um, And since then, that's just expanded to close to 500 now. Wow. Um, It's really just meeting people through events and then meeting people through other partners that we have. Um, And then we get so many inquiries every single day. So it's just constantly meeting people, um, growing the community that
1: way. Yeah. It's super rad just running into so many people at, you know, mm-hmm. even on the trail I've run into people and they're like, Oh, you work with Midland? I'm like, yeah. And they're like, Oh you yeah. know Olivia or, you know, Kaylee or yeah, I know both of them, you know? And uh, it's, it's super cool. The reach that you guys have been able to obtain for, you know, not only, I mean, obviously, you know, the PR side of Kaylee does, you know, the, the the marketing and all that, the reach that you guys have been able to obtain them through your community of ambassadors and stuff, but um, just the, the outreach that you guys do for people too, you know, and, and taking care of people like us to take care of our followers and do giveaways and, and things. What a, a great tool, not only for the, you know, the company and getting the name out there, but, but also, you know, for the community that you guys have built. And, um, you know, I'm proud to, to be a Midland ambassador and, and, uh, it's, it's super cool to see the growth in that way and, and, uh, what you guys have built. So, yeah. So like, how, how have you guys, you know, kind of aligned yourself with pushing the envelope with kind of setting yourself apart from other manufacturers, you know, say, um, I don't know, some other, you know, business side uh, industry, you know, um, competitors. How have you guys set yourselves apart from that?
2: I think for one, that community is such a huge part of that. I think by nature, our products really build a community because they're all about connecting people. So I think we kind of lead with that and kind of like to talk to our customers, talk to people like you, talk to people who are using our products out there, you know, off grid or in the real world and, and talk to them about, you know, what kind of communication hurdles they're facing and, you know, what they'd like to see and what things they might think would make their communication process that much easier and that much more reliable. So I, I think that's that's been big for us is, is really... Really just building that community um, and building that relationship with our customers, which is so important. I also think that as we previously previously discussed, like ease of use is another big one for us. We we don't want people to feel intimidated by these products. We want people to be able to pick them up, put them, take them out of the box and install them in their vehicle relatively easily so that. They can, they can just worry about communicating on the trails or while they're hiking, wherever it may be, so that it's just bringing that connection that much easier. I also think on top of that, it's just quality. I think that's something that's really important for us is just making sure that we build a good product. And it's a product that not only is it easy to use, but it's going to, to go the distance and it's going to perform and 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 bring you that connection because at the end of the day, communication, especially when off grid or outdoors, it is all about not only just building connections but being safe. So I think that that's something that's so important to us is we recognize how our products play a difference in in keeping people safe while they're maybe pushing the envelope on the trails and whatnot, um, so that they have those devices that they know that they can count on.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I love that you guys are kind of starting to scratch the surface with you know, the, the power sports industry too. I know we, we started just recently using the intercom system that you guys developed for, you know, the motorcycle side by side kind of, you know, environment. Um mm-hmm. actually we just we just installed that and got that going just a couple of weeks ago and and started kind of scratching the surface on, you know, using that and getting getting uh, that all dialed and you know um integrated in with our radio system. And I love that you guys are working on that. And it's like I, I feel like I've I've made you know probably others have made um suggestions to you guys and you guys really take those to heart and you mm-hmm. you know he've really um expanded the product line you know based on you know what i've seen other people suggest and what we even things that we've suggested and um and that goes a long ways with me you know it's like that i, th- I feel like that's you know the most important thing is to 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 you know gain that um that trust with your customer as well as you know take advice from them because they're the ones out there using the products and they're you know going through the mm-hmm. the you know the the paces with that that system um how how have you guys kind of you know integrated the company into like testing products and being out there you guys do much like on the trail i know i've seen the the uh, the jeep out there and you guys have actually a jeep product line now which is super cool um Mm -hmm. and what have you guys kind of got you know on the horizon as far as new products or you know how are you guys out there you know developing these ideas for stuff
2: well i think it kind of goes back to listening and building that relationship with our customers you know um, there, there's times where we'll send, you know, products that we're working on to different, um, ambassadors or influencers of ours and, and ask them for their honest opinion. Because again, like you said, they're going to be the ones using those products out in the real world. So we really value their feedback and value their opinion. For instance, I know when we started developing the repeater, we, um, have a couple of partners on a farm nearby. Um, and, and we do a lot of work with farmers across the country as well. So we put the repeater up on their silo, and and they're and they started using it. And um, we have gone back to them about several other products that you know that we've been developing or working to launch, and, and just kind of figure out, okay, what were your pain points? How can we fix this? How can we make it easier? What right. did you like? What you know what I mean? So it, it all goes back to listening to our customers and listening to our partners. So I think that's kind of how um, we handle testing here. Um, we also, you know, we work with a guy, Andrew, he does some, he could does some off-roading, he goes to some of the Jeep Jamborees or other events. And so he'll bring some products with him and, and kind of just really start using them and putting them to the test. So that's really important for us. In terms of what we have going on in the horizon, I think really just taking, you um, Repeater capability to the next level for us, um, making that easier to communicate in and out of the vehicle um, while being connected to a repeater. Um, we know that repeaters are huge in the agriculture world, but also, you know, in areas like like you have in the Valley of Arizona. So, I think that's something for us that we really want to focus on is expanding our re- repeater capable products. So might be seeing that in the form of like a handheld um, handheld radio um, coming soon. So I think that's some of the exciting news that we have going on. And and then as you mentioned, your side-by-side, I think that's really an area that we haven't fully tapped into. So just kind of looking to some of our partners that have experience in that world and, and again figuring out what they need to use what they need for reliable communication and then just kind of um developing our products from there
1: yeah yeah i know i love i love that yeah we uh i got some some things that i'll uh, i'll talk to you guys about after the podcast <laughs> <with> <laughs> some of that stuff um some experiences we had that were great and um, um just some really cool stuff that that happened with we are with a group of about 30 people the other day out, out uh, on the side by side exploring and and uh, some of them, we um, we hooked up with uh, some of the systems that Olivia sent us. And we kind of wanted to see how it all worked together and how it integrated in with their other types of radio systems. And we were actually able to make the Midland uh, system work with another radio manufacturer and with their headsets and stuff. And we got the right plug and um, and it all worked. And, and it was crazy because we... It was a super cold and windy day. We went out, and like most of the group, got about halfway to like the destination. They're like, "It's too cold and stupid out here." So they ended up going <laughs> back. We continued on, and we were probably I don't know, maybe thirty miles. I think um, as the bird flies um, away from them, and we were up on a we were up on a bluff, um, but. As we got out there, I knew that because uh, I could see them in the distance and we have what's called ride, ride Command on our side-by-side and it shows where everybody in your group is on the map. And I could see that they're almost home and I hit him up on the radio and he and he picked us up from that distance. And I was like, I, I mean, I I pretty much knew that it was going to work, but you know, you're know, you always like, man, is it really going to go this this <laughs> distance? And it did. It and yeah. uh, it was unbelievable. I was, you know, I continually am impressed with the Midland product and, and like you guys said, the quality... Um, and the reliability of that stuff is just, I mean, it's unmatched. I've, I've used CB, you know, for years, you know, back in the day I've been off-roading since I was, you know, old enough to do so. Uh, at least old enough to have a license and do it myself. Um, romping my dad's old Ford Ranger, <laughs> um, but you know, it was like the old ghetto, you know, Cobra, whatever CB radio, you know, and, and a uh, super unreliable. And you're, you hear all these truckers from like Texas with these big old, like 2000 watt kickers, you know, over overwhelming that channel. And you can't even talk on it because there's all these people, these big old, you know, uh, amplifiers mm-hmm. talking over everybody. And, um, and it just wasn't reliable, you know, like go around a corner and you couldn't hear the person again, you know, and you're yeah. like a hundred yards from them, you know? And, um, it was just really refreshing to see when, you know, the GMRS, you know, frequency, you know, band kind of started getting more popular and it started getting, you know, um, exposed to that how much better quality, you know, signal it was, how much the clarity of it and just how much further it carried. And we used to use, um, we were we didn't work. We lived up at uh, a ski resort in Big Bear Lake um, before we moved out here to Arizona. And I remember when we we had first uh, signed on with Midland and we had some handhelds and I went hiking with my daughter up the ski slopes uh, one afternoon and we were way up there. I mean, way in the hell away from the house and my wife had a radio and I'm like, Hey, keep one of these on. I want to see, you know, how this works, you know, being up in the Hills and stuff and over the slopes and whatever. And I remember we were like two ridges away from the house completely in this Valley. And with those little handheld, the, the X talker radios, and we were able to hit her, um, even through all those terrain features and obstacles. And I was super impressed with that. And there was no repeaters up there. It was just, it just worked, you know? And, um, that, that and another situation I was in a, at a, a King of Hammers, which is a huge off-road event um, out in California, Southern California.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And we were at King of Hammers and there's this major freeway that comes up from Los Angeles it's called the, the 15 freeway. And there were some friends that were coming up from like San Diego and they're at the top of the, the Cajon Pass, it's called, um, on the 15. And we hit them from this little town called Lucerne Valley, which is just outside King of Hammers um, with the MXT 275. And uh, I... I was just absolutely impressed and it's like every time that happens you're like man I, this stuff is so great this is such a great product this is such a you know uh just a great thing to have for safety and and you know when you don't have cell service to have that just extra peace of mind um to know that you've got another you know form of communication which is so important out there so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Yeah.
2: Yeah. the more people that start using GMRS, it makes us really excited because there is such a positive difference. And I mean, Midland is one of, you know, the first manufacturers of, of CB radio. So so we know, you know, how important they are and they have been to communication through, you know, out the decades. But, you know, GMRS, we're really just trying to encourage people to to make the switch, especially some of those off road groups, because the clarity is so much better. And then you've got the range, you know, CB goes up to max of four watts, whereas, you know, GMRS can go up to, up to 50 watts. So not only do you have the clarity, but then you have the power to ensure that you can hit that communication while you're out there.
1: Yeah. We were driving home last night and I was just monitoring. I always have my radio on just monitoring like channel 21, just because of the repeaters and stuff in the Valley. And we were, uh, we were in Vegas last night. We went up there to pick something up actually in Henderson, which is south, southeast of Vegas. And they have that new Vegas Sphere. I don't know if you guys have seen that thing yeah. yet, but we can see it in the distance. <laughs> wow. And my daughter's like, man, that'd be so cool to check out. I'm like, well, let's go. We're right here. We're only half hour away. you know." And it's only like an hour and 30 minute drive from our house. And I'm like, we're, we're right here. Let's just keep going. So we drove into the strip last night and right next to the Sphere, which I had never seen up close. It was freaking unbelievable. But on the way back from Vegas, on that channel, there was a ton of chatter, radio chatter on channel 21 um driving through Las Vegas near the airport there. And uh I was just kind of listening in. And this guy was like, he was a total radio nerd. And he was like inviting all these people that were on, like to introduce themselves and blah blah blah, you know. And uh like one of those old school, like, you know, probably in his like seventies retired guy, you know, just on the radio all the time. And uh (laughs) I was listening in and he's like, hey, uh this is you know I want to introduce so and so from uh, from Victorville or whatever, and Victorville is this little town that is probably a good two-hour drive from Las Vegas. And I don't know if they were like on some ham frequency or some you know GMRS repeater system or whatever in the valley, but he was talking to these guys in Las Vegas from that distance. Wow! And uh, yeah, it just all the time you hear stuff like that, and you're like, man, this is nuts. Um, just okay. crazy. So, yeah. So, what are the differences? I don't know if this is something you can Explain, but what are the differences between like CB and GMRS as far as like frequencies and like you talked a little bit about range, you know, with with the the frequency um, system there. But like for people who aren't really you know educated on how that all works, what would be like a simple way to explain the differences between the two?
2: Yeah, so there there is a big um, difference. Um, So CBs typically run on the AM. Um, mode while GMRS runs on the FM so they have their own frequencies they're different bands of radio so they they're not compatible with one another um so that's a difference and because CB's is on on that AM mode you have that famous um static that comes with the CB um yeah. and and like I mentioned earlier CB has a max of four watts so that's what you're limited to allowed by law GMRS, General Mobile Radio Service, that is on the FM mode and it works with FRS um, as well. So, So you have that additional radio type. They work on the same frequency. The difference between FRS and GMRS then, Family Radio Service, is that FRS is anything two watts and under on the same frequency as GMRS so they still communicate to one another it just the difference is power mm-hmm. so then GMRS is anything 2 watts up to 50 watts which is the max allowed by the FCC under law for GMRS users um GMRS because it's on that other mode it is it's a lot sharper and a lot clearer in terms of audio quality so so that's been a really nice addition for you know some of those cb users switching over to gmrs is is the lack of static <laughs> right. um and then um with the higher wattage comes more range so you're able to take that communication even further which is which is nice um gmrs does require a license but it's not anything like a ham radio license you don't have to take a test or whatnot, you, you just pay, you go online, you apply. I Usually people get approved within 48 hours or so. Um, and, and you pay $35. It covers your entire immediate family and it's good for 10 years. That's cool. So that's, that's kind of the difference. And, and I would say GMRS is kind of emerging as the leading, you know, type of radio frequency, especially in off-road overlanding. Um, the more people realize just, just how much further it can go how much more powerful it is and honestly the clarity as well.
1: Yeah and the FRS is kind of like uh you know for those people who don't know what FRS is it's, those are like the camping or like the like you said the family band radios that you can get like big 5 like you know that everybody's had for forever and a day right they kind of operate off the same frequency level but like you said they're 2 watts and below so you don't need a license necessarily to have no. those right um and that's what the no. FCC allows but anything from 2 watts and above to the 50 watt limit for civilian, you have to have a license. Yeah.
2: yeah, and and that's what GMRS is, and and the nice thing about it is they are compatible. So a lot of people, you know, they'll have their GMRS radio installed in their vehicle, and then they'll have their FRS walkie talkies. Most likely, any walkie talkie that you purchase from a store is most likely going to be on the FRS frequency. Not all, but most. And so it's just really easy um, to kind of take your FRS walkie talkies, and and if you're spotting, you're doing a recovery. Um, close, you know, close you're backing an RV
1: in.
2: Yeah, yeah, you're backing an RV and then you can easily just communicate in and out of the vehicle between your FRS and your GMRS radios.
1: Now you guys have a product line that we've we've used um, quite a bit for like kids, the kid radios, um, which are super rad. For those that haven't seen that, they're they're like different colors, like blue, green, and orange, and they, my kids love them. My my son, every time I open the drawer and like the radios are there, he's like, "Ah, I want my radio," and he grabs a blue radio and he's just walking around <laughs> the thing the whole day. Um, but are those smaller kid radios? Are those operating off FRS? or Are those yeah GMRS? They are okay. They're so
2: FRS, Yeah. So okay. they're two Watts a Um, They're just really easy, basic, simple, easy to use right out of the package. You can use them. And that was kind of the intention with that is, is to kind of introduce kids to, to communication um, and, and make it fun and, and make yeah. it just easy.
1: Yeah. And those have been great too. We've used those at air shows and the expos yeah. and um, out camping when we got a bunch of kiddos running around. I'm like, hey, you know, clip this to yourself. Even the other night, we were a couple of weeks ago, I guess. Now uh, we were <laughs> trick or treating, and I told my daughter, and my son, I'm like, you will clip this on your body, and you will keep this on you at all times, you know. And um, that way, you know, in case we need to get a hold of you, or you get lost, and somebody else needs to get a hold of us, they have you know something there on you. Um, which is super rad to have that. Like I said, that just that peace of mind to be able to clip that to your kid and stuff. And, and at least within reason, you know, distance, um, you know, they're going to be able to reach out and touch you when they need to. So yeah, super yeah. awesome. So what, what do you guys think? I mean, I would say right off the bat, like customer service, um, has been just phenomenal with you guys. And, I, I couldn't have asked for a better person to work with than Olivia. She does such a great job and but what, what would you guys say sets you guys apart from, you know, say I don't want to name these other companies uh, to give them any. No, know who you're talking <laughs> about. <laughs> yeah. So, are the other competitors out there, like, you know, if someone's like, comes up to me and they say, hey, you know, I've seen that this other company has, you know, setups for, you know, the Toyota, they have setups for the Jeep, they have setups for they, you know, which are basically all the same. They're kind of just a little bit more customized for the application, maybe, or that platform. But for somebody who's looking to buy a radio system and they, Have heard about these other companies? What sets you guys apart, and what would you suggest the reason behind purchasing the the Midland Radio System would be?
2: I think it goes back to reliability. Um, You know, we have products that are quality, good quality. That you know, they're not going to crap out after a certain amount of time. You know, they're they're going to be with you um, for wherever you go, whenever you need them. They they're just they're just really nice quality products that you can count on. Communication products aren't some the type of products that you want to skimp on. You want to be able to know that you're going to have that communication. And I think that's what Midland prides itself on, is, is the reliability and the quality of its products. I also think, again, ease of use. You know, we we don't want to make some complicated product that you're going to have to do all this education and and, and it doesn't need to be intimidating. We just want you to be able to open up our product, set it up, and be able to use it and start transmitting. So I think that those are two aspects that really set us apart. And on top of that, as you mentioned, it's just our community and our connection with our customers and the people that use our radios. We really value that. We value their opinion, their feedback. And, and we enjoy meeting people who use our radios and we enjoy learning stories about how you know our radios may have impacted them in a tricky situation or how they you know connect new people while using radios.
1: Yeah, I would say, you know, you guys have been around for longer than I think any of your competitors. It's probably safe to say, um, at least, you know, ninety percent of them, um, you know, especially the the off-road industry ones. Um and I would say even you know being around as long as you guys have and as as you know big of a brand i guess you know if you will that that midland is you guys still have the most like family-oriented you know, mm-hmm. kind of vibe to your company than any of the other ones. It, like, I never feel like I'm just a number, you know, with you guys. Like, mm-hmm. you know, with other companies, you kind of feel that way. They're just like, yeah, whatever. And you talk to people and like, yeah, their customer service sucked or they wouldn't call me back or I couldn't get through or I was talking to some guy that says his name is Tom and he's obviously in Pakistan. You know, like with Midland, you you call and you get a a real person that's from the United States that will help you in any way they can, and if they can't, they give you to somebody else who can. Um, and and I love that, and it's 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 cool to see that. You know, a company of that size still has that you know kind of culture to them. You know, and and um, obviously you guys have been at the company for a while, and so you're you know you've been there for a reason. They obviously you know treat their employees well too. To have that longevity um, with their people, and so um, now I appreciate that. I, I think that uh, you know, there's something to be said. Like you know, like you were talking about with the the quality. There's others, many, other manufacturers that have been at these expos that I've gone up to. And I'm like, oh, what do they have going on? You know, let's see what the comparison is to Midland, and you know what we're using and what options they have. And you pick up these radios, and you're like, man, this thing just feels cheap. You know, in your hand, or it looks blocky and cheap, and just I don't know, just maybe it, maybe it would last, you know, it'd have some longevity, but you know, you want to feel something, you want to have something tangible in your hand that feels good, that looks good, that, you know, that, you know, you know, trucking down the trail, especially out here in the desert, my God, some of these trails will rattle your brain out of your head. And, uh, you know, to know that that thing is going to keep working, you know, each time is, is awesome. Um, but we we've talked a little bit about new products that you guys have on the horizon. Um, you do have anything that you can talk about any further that's going to be released in 2024, or are you guys just kind of starting to kind of expand things into like the power sports, you know, like we've been talking about a little bit of the power sports kind of thing. You guys have any plans of, you know, coming up with any proprietary systems that, you know, for specific vehicles or. Well, I do think
2: that. Tapping into those power sports of side by side motorcycle is, is going to be a big focus of um, 2024 calendar year for us. So I think that's something that people um, can look forward to. Um, that'll be something that we really um, put a lot of focus on in the upcoming year. Um, I think I mentioned also expanding like our line of our, our our products that are repeater capable. Um, That's been something that we've seen um, and and heard from customers, both in ag space, um, off-road overland. Um, So that's, that's also going to be a focus in our 2024 as well.
1: Sweet, sweet. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Yeah. I think that's going to be huge for you guys. I've always (laughs) told the lady, she's probably sick of hearing me say it that, you know, the, the, you know, the power sports side, you know, the side-by-side stuff is, I mean, that industry is, is just, I mean, it continues to explode. Even the overlanding industry. I mean, it's just, there's so much growth. I mean, the expos, I mean, from when we used, you know, when we first started going to these events back in, you know, I think it was probably like 2015. uh, The first event we went to for overlanding was the FJ summit out in Colorado. And it was, you know, good size, a good amount of people there, but it just kept getting huge, you know, Bigger and bigger every single year. And then, you know, the Flagstaff Expo was like, you know, five thousand people when I first went to that thing. And now it's like thirty or forty or even more. It could be more. I don't know. It just seems like every year it just gets bigger and bigger. And like, oh my God, there's so many people here, you know? Um, so yeah, I, I think uh, there's some good markets for you guys to be able to tap into and I'm excited to see what you guys have on the horizon and and uh and be able to, you know, test out what you guys got coming. So super amped about that um so like what expos and and things do you guys i know you guys have been at you know the expo on flag um i've seen you at a couple others and um what ones do you guys have you know projections or plans to be at for next year that you know of at this moment i know you guys have a bunch of other stuff you're probably working on that are kind of <laughs> in the air but
2: Um, yeah, we're still finalizing our event schedule for the next year, but I think you can kind of expect to see us at some of the the shows that we've consistently been at over the last couple of years. So more expo in Springfield, Missouri is a big one for us. Um, you know, it's, it's a really big, um, outdoor show for those in the Midwest. Um, so definitely be there. I I think you can probably expect us to see us at Overland Expo West. Um, um, so we'll probably be there. Great Smoky Mountain Jeep Invasion is also a big one for us. Um, but other shows, we're still figuring that out, but, um, you can probably expect to see us there.
1: Awesome. We got some stuff up the, up our sleeve that we're working on too. So I'll keep you guys updated on what's going on there. Maybe we can have you guys out a little further West. Uh, this next year. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. So how can people find out more about Midland um, on all the socials and the web? Yep.
3: You guys can follow us on at Midland USA on Instagram, Facebook um, X now is what it's called. We're on threads or treads, whatever it is. Uh YouTube, TikTok, pretty much everything now.
1: That's cool. So are, we're pretty are you guys, active
3: on social. Yeah, find us on LinkedIn too.
1: Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, LinkedIn. Yeah, that's that one's getting bigger. actively. Yeah. <laughs> I keep seeing a lot of people on there. I keep that that one's growing for sure. Oh you for guys, sure. Do you guys have? Um, I wanted to ask you before I forget. Do you guys have like installation videos that you guys have put out? Uh, you know, Midland itself, or do you guys rely more on people like you know us, or your ambassadors for that kind of stuff for people that you know might want to you know check things out or see how difficult or how easy it, you know it uh, things are to install and set up. A
3: lot yeah. of our partners uh, oh. have YouTube videos on or real videos, um, but Kayla, I think you can speak. She runs our YouTube, so. Oh, cool. Yeah, that's something definitely we want to, you know,
2: make a priority in 2024, but we do rely pretty heavily on our influencers and our, and our brand ambassadors to help, um, kind of show us how they're installing their radios.
1: Sweet. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, uh, that's a huge tool definitely to get out there and, and, uh, and learn about stuff is what do they say a degree in, in, uh, what is it a degree in. YouTube and a Masters in Yahoo and Bing or something, <laughs> it's such a stupid thing I heard. Yeah, it's so true. It's such a great a great place for people. Um, but yeah, well i I am just so happy that you guys were able to come on the podcast today and spend some time with me and kind of explain how things work and just the ins and outs of of stuff. And um, for those of you guys that are listening to this podcast, we really appreciate you guys for being on and uh, highly encourage you guys to go to Midland, USA com and check them out. And if you guys have any questions on any of this stuff or are confused about the differences between this frequency or that frequency or, or, or you know how things work, please hit us up, andersonoverland at gmail.com, um, where you guys can find us on Instagram and all the socials. So Olivia and Kaylee, thank you so much for being on here today and appreciate you guys uh, and taking the time out of your day to do this. And um, um, thank you very much.
2: Yeah. Thank you so much for having
1: us. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, you guys have a great day and we will catch you later.
0: that has the stories to back it a life to be proud of it's a winchester life
3: yeah baby 68 western
0: haul oh, there
3: baby right there
0: tune in every tuesday at 7 p m eastern on waypoint
1: tv